Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. And I mean, and I don't mean like deleted bone stock. It needs to be freaking emissions intact, 100% bone stock. I'm talking the one owner bought a fifth wheel, towed it twice a year for the last 10 years, has like 60,000 miles on it. Yep. It's got to be like the, the cherry of the cherry. Yes. And it also needs to be a really good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard to find. Yeah. But somehow they seem to be out there still. The other the other way I'll buy one is basically all of those almost same things with blown engine. <laughs> America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesman. Just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. All right, all right, all right. And I'm going to just get straight into this thing before we even get into the intro. Okay. Straight up. Something that really grinds my gears. Oh, I can tell you a lot of things today. Yeah. It's a good day to grind gears. On my way back from lunch, I was talking to myself in the truck. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, if one more person cuts me off today, I'm going to freaking go ballistic. Yeah. I seriously got cut off like three or four times on the way back from lunch. And then they go in front of me and then they're going like 10 under the speed limit. I'm like, what in, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I don't know if it's the weather or Spokane people, but like. Dude, today uh, was bad. Today was really bad. And then this morning I tried to get into work. This is what, this is what probably really started it, but I had time in between to to bring her down. So green and mission. Okay, there's mm-hmm. a big turn lane that you can turn left onto Mission, right? And yeah. it's a long turn, like, like you get in super early. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of find out there's a wreck, like at the front, like right at the intersection of Green and Mission, okay? And I'm sitting there in the truck watching people, like this is in front of me, and I'm because I'm trying to figure out what's going on too, and because I was really far back. And I was like, okay, there's got to be something going on there. And I see flashing lights up there. It wasn't a cop or a paramedic or anything. It was like a, it, it was just like a, a, like a work truck. I don't, I, I don't know. Anyways, I'm watching people go into that turn lane and then immediately put their turn signal on to get back into the straight lane. And so I'm like, okay, there's, you know, obviously that's not moving. I know I'm not the only one that sees this. And so I'm staying in that, my lane, mm-hmm. get right up to the the opening of or just past it i watch two cars behind me go into the turn lane and then immediately turn on their blinker to get back into the lane that they were just in when that happens 
I ain't letting you in. <laughs> I'm not letting you in. You knew good and well that that was that you. You couldn't do like you couldn't go anywhere. But you tried to get around. Are you trying to get her like? Wh- like what was your plan? Yeah. What was your plan? And so they two cars do actually three. The truck there was a truck like a, a power wagon that actually got to the front of the line, and I'm like, you dick. <laughs> and then as I'm going up, two cars, and then they both try to get in, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, I'm gonna ride this guy's ass. I'm gonna be right here. You're not getting in. I just you knew exactly what was going down. Like mm-hmm. you didn't pay attention. Like oh, just turn. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn. Oh, oh I guess I can't turn. I gotta get. No, you saw. You saw. Yeah, or at least you like you you make the acknowledgement to try and get behind the person that you were behind before. Yeah, like if there was a like, I've always seen those signs you could put in the back. That's like a digital sign where you can like write on it real quick or type on it. Yeah, and be like sorry guys, my bad, my bad. Yeah, okay. yeah. Whoops, whoops, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I've tried yeah. to do that sometimes too. Like, like sometimes you just don't know. Yeah, I will say like I've been that guy. Sometimes you don't know, or sometimes you're trying to get over. Or you've been trying to get over and no one's letting you over. Sometimes I want to look over to the other person and be like, dude, um, like, this is on me. I know. Like, well, hey, you, I, I'm not trying to get ahead of you, but I'm just trying to get over. Yeah. Like, well, I, what I will do if I find myself in that position, okay, let's say that the lane is ending mm-hmm. and I didn't see it and I get over and I'm like, oh, crap. I will slow down so slow. I will not try to get up to the very you know, end of that like the sign that's stopping yeah. everybody. Like I will stop way back. Like I'm not trying to cut. I made a mistake. Oops. Whenever someone wants to let me in. Awesome. But I'm not going to just speed up and go to the front and try to pass everybody. Yeah. Like just being nice. Just being nice. Be, just be, just a being, be a nice guy. <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Let's get this intro over with. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from a frigid Spokane, Washington. And this isn't even the, we're not even into real winter yet. This is just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I just threw myself out of whack here. (laughs) Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. 
podcast. Uh, you can find us on the social medias by also searching America's Diesel Podcast. I will say we are the most active, I would say, on... Uh, man, I said I would say like five times already. I'm going to cut that out. Anyhow. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'd say that we're the most... Uh, God dang it. <laughs> It's all right. We are the most active on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, I do answer Facebook comments and 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 uh, Facebook messages as they come in, but I will say mostly. Say it again. It's all good. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. I'm having a hard time right now. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's been like two weeks since we've done a podcast. It hasn't. Though. We literally did it last week. Yeah. 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 Uh, make sure and check us out there. Um, if you are. Man, I'm all out of whack today. Uh, if you want to leave a comment on a episode and kind of get in on the chat that happens after the episodes, YouTube is probably one of the best places to do that. Um, you can chime in when our resident fact checker, Jim Lawrence, comes in. And I, there are some other uh, usual suspects that are starting to chime in on the regular, too. Yeah. Uh, like Dad Cooks Food. I, I know your name, but I forgot. I think it's Michael, but I forgot your actual name. Because <laughs> you have the same handle on Instagram and uh, fa- or, uh, YouTube, and YouTube, which I, I thoroughly appreciate. Yeah. Like, hey, it's the same guy. Uh, and Carl Thomas, he's coming in hot, too. Eliza, you've been commenting on other stuff, too. So it's it's nice seeing those familiar faces come back and put comments yeah. on there because it sparks a discussion, and sometimes sometimes it gets a little fun, I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. And I answer on behalf of Tyler sometimes. I don't even tell him that I'm answering on behalf of him. Which is fine. Every time he said something, he's like, Tyler, I said this for you. I'm like, that's exactly what I would have said. <laughs> Same body. <laughs> Same body, dude. Uh, reviews. Tyler, hit them. Yeah, reviews. Keep those reviews coming. I would greatly, I would appreciate, I know you would too. I know. Corey would probably appreciate that too. Uh, we need we need 200 more. 200 more five stars. And then we'll, we'll and then after that, I'll probably be asking for like 500 more but at this point let's just get 200 more uh keep those reviews coming screenshot your review on any of the platforms that ben mentioned earlier but specifically on the 200 i want itunes uh app uh podcast app thing i actually did uh, take two this might be me uh uh, confessing to a possible possible crime, That's fine. <laughs> but i did when i was telling you about the, my little bar story mm-hmm. i took a uh <laughs> <laughs> I took two phones uh, from some older people. <laughs> I'm like, you guys, is this Apple? Apple? iTunes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me just, can I, hey, may I? Hey, uh, <laughs> scroll up, look at me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five, five. So I was able to, to, to secure two more reviews. Uh, <laughs> it's that simple, folks. That's all you have to do. Go to a bar, find some old people with an iPhone that don't know how to use it. And just start plugging in those five-star reviews. I would greatly appreciate that. Screenshot that review and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address so we can send a sticker to it. It looks just like our background and the logo on our cups. Bam. All right. And last piece of the intro. If you need to get parts for your diesel truck, make sure and check out our website. It's dieselpowerproducts.com. They're the ones who actually... It's our day job. Yeah. Uh, if you need to get parts in a hurry for your truck, uh, make sure and call in and talk to any of our knowledgeable technicians. Uh, they are on the phones Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's right. We're slave drivers, 12 hours a day. No lunches, no breaks, no pee breaks. You pee at your desk. I'm just kidding. They get breaks. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> if you are placing an order online or over the phone with one of our guys and you are a listener to the podcast, make sure and tell them. Uh, that helps us kind of tally things up at the end of the month. And we find out that, hey, people that listen actually buy stuff. Yeah. it's makes us look better. It does. <laughs> it's not about the money, but at the same time, these microphones it's ain't It's all about the money. <laughs> it's all about the Benjamins, baby. 
Uh, but yeah, and uh, if you have placed orders in the past and you're just now listening to this and you realize, oh my gosh, I am a listener, I didn't let them know, shoot me an email, get on Facebook, whatever, yeah. get, get on any of our Instagram. Hey, just give us your order number. I'll find them and I'll, I'll add you to the list because that, that, uh, it truly does help us out a lot. So if you yeah. have, uh, I'm begging you. Just give me that podcast note, baby. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Throw a podcast in the notes section, and I will find it. Yeah. All right, let's get back to this thing. All right. So, grinding my gears. Okay. Oh, I never, real quick, before yeah. that, yeah. I never told you about the headlight situation with your... No, you didn't. Look, so, we, you want to tell the backstory, or you want me to? I'm just... You just give me my answer? Yeah. Okay. I think you should do black. Oh, man. Okay, all right. I think the bright, chrome, whatever... Whatever you want to call them. Too much. I think it's too much. Okay. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Black. There's my final answer. Final answer. Ding. Ring it in, Alex <laughs> I know it's the wrong show. Don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but so the, I asked Tyler this morning. <laughs> Tyler, I need your opinion. This is important. Yeah. <laughs> so here, we have offices right next to each other. Here's a chair back up. Walks yeah. over, comes in. What's up, man? Dude, I'm having trouble picking between these two headlights. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the headlights on my excursion are just absolute junk. They are super old and super oxidized and super faded. And uh, like at nighttime, obviously, it's it's daylight savings just happened. Yeah. I, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but daylight savings just happened. And uh, I'm now basically driving nighttime all the time. Yeah. And my lenses on my fog lights are just trash. Yeah. I don't care what bulbs you put in there. They're just garbage. Gonna, yeah. Um, and my original plan was to clean and polish them and, and get them back going good because I have the materials for it and... I'm kind of like working on a budget right now because I do want to do different, like I want to do like the, the Harley Davidson 6 headlights in the front yeah. with an up, updated grill and all that kind of stuff. But I don't, it's not in my budget right now. And it, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here, but obviously us working where we do, we get good pricing on stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it made more sense for me time-wise to just buy a set of like stock replacement lights. Yeah. And it was they were well within my budget when I would consider how much time it would take me to actually clean them to just buy a new set. Right. It was within that budget. So um, I was debating back and forth between going with a uh, like a nice – I wasn't upgrading to the one piece. It's still a two-piece headlight because um, it is the older style. It's the uh, like the 01 to – Oh, four and a half or something like that. It's the two-piece headlight style, so it's not the 6.0 style headlight later on that came on. Yeah. Um, and they had either just like the crystal clear, still had the amber lens on it, but crystal clear or the tinted, the black ones. And and I, I told Tyler that I was like, first, he instantly answered black, blacked out everything. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I'm like half and half. And he's like, ah, I just, I'll look at it at lunch. Yeah. And there was my answer just now at 6 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I got your answer for you. Tinted. Uh, you know what's funny is I didn't even look at your truck. I looked. I. I. Uh, I it like worked out perfect when I was going home for lunch. Here comes an excursion. Same color scheme as yours. <laughs> I'm like black lights. Yeah, black. Yeah, <laughs> black. Okay, all, right. all right, black. <laughs> so I'll probably be ordering those tomorrow. Good I'm choice. Stoked on it. Yeah. New parts are always fun. If you don't. Know this, we drink barley juice yeah. and it's delicious. <laughs> All right, so grinding my gears. All right. Okay. The one that got me going, and it's it's similar to what you're talking about, people cutting you off. Yeah. But I, and I don't know what it is about this time of year. And maybe it's because we're both getting older. And maybe because we're probably both, maybe because we're both driving bigger vehicles now. And like I don't I will say, like, I don't necessarily I'm not the speed limit guy. But I'm definitely not under the speed limit guy. Right. But I'm definitely not speeder. 
Yeah. Like I'm not if it's 35, I'm not going 50. Right. If it's 35, I'm doing like 40, 45. Right. I'll be honest. Like, yeah. Go ahead, sue me. All right. We all do it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Except for school zones. You slow down for school zones. Yeah. I will hunt you down and kill you. Yes. Hundred percent. Um, but the, the the one that gets me is like when I'm going home. There's I, I drive through some fairly busy intersections. Yeah, you do for Spokane yeah. at least. Similar to like the Mission and Green we were talking about there. And there are so there was one guy, and you can always tell like when the headlights behind you they're like kind of going in between cars and whatnot. Or they kind of like the headlights come up fast and they stop. Or you see the guy in front of you, you're like, man, is it, oh my god, there is a car in front of that guy. He is riding that dude's ass. Yeah. But <laughs> this guy that like I'm trying to get over, and I'm like I'm on a big red excursion. You know, I'll be honest. Turn signals are your friend. Yeah. So I throw the turn signal on early. I can see what he's kind of trying to do, and it's a it's this it, it's one of those two lane situations where almost everybody in the right lane is trying to get to the left lane, and almost everybody in the left lane is trying to get to the right lane. Yeah. So it's not it's pretty often like you're getting over the guy behind, like oh me too. Yeah. Little, little, little switcher in me. Yeah. And so I'm getting over, and this guy's and there's like there's not a lot of people around. Yeah. So I signal, and I'm like he's coming up kind of quick, but like my signal's already been on for at least two and a half seconds. Yeah. And I'm big. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. And I get over nice and leisurely, nice and slowly. And this guy like just stays in my lane. And it, it's one thing when like for me, like when you speed or go fast, that you can you can go fast but be smooth. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like the like the, the where like the, you can see the headlights tilt yeah. back and over. And like and this guy just like rails up right in the back, around, and he gets back gets back in front of me. And I'm like Okay, man. <laughs> all right. Like, I know where we're all turning off at, and I know that there's like, <laughs> there is actually a pretty slow zone coming up. So, all right, dude. Yeah, whatever. I mean, if you're if you're speeding, you're speeding. All right, then maybe you have something important going on. I don't know. Right. But then he like gets in front, gets behind the SUV in front of me, and it, like it's the turnoff is coming up. Yeah. Like anybody would be like, you're setting your ways, you're going in the lane. Right. And this dude goes left lane all the way, and then comes back around and like smashes into the turn lane. <laughs> And it's a dedicated turn lane. It's a long sweeping lane to get back to go on the Indian Trail. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is an a-hole. Yeah. And continues to just the, the best part about it, we has we have one more stoplight. Yeah. And he ends up behind me and the other the other SUV. Dude, that is the best. That is the best. Oh, vindication. The best. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, that, I wanted to be like, the- I wish I had the side behind me like <laughs> Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Do I, okay. So me, I'm, I'm sure we, we've got other things that we're going to talk about here too, yeah. but same intersection, green and mission turn lane once again. Okay. This time I see this lady in like a, I think it's a freaking grand caravan. I don't know what grand caravans have against me. Like, I, I don't know. Anyways. So the turn lane to go left, right? It's an opening there. I'm going straight. And I want to be in that lane because eventually I'm going to turn left and I don't want to, you know, go in between lanes. Like, You're I don't thinking ahead. Like that. And so <clears throat> I'm at the cut a long bed. Okay. I am. Truck? I, okay. there's a truck in front of me and I will do like, I, and I was right at the beginning of that turn lane. So no, like nobody could go behind me yet because I couldn't go far enough forward to give them enough space. Mm-hmm. I recognize this when I'm driving, and if I have more room, I will pull up a little bit closer to give someone else room to get into that turn lane. 
Yeah, like you have your normal stopping distance. You know. Yeah, five, I'll bring it a little closer feet, if it whatever, helps. Something like that. Yeah. If you know someone's trying to get in, yeah, I'll 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 kiss I'll, the bumper. Like, yeah, I'll, we'll I'll, get I'll get up there. I'll help you out. Yeah. I was already up there, and I'm like, I'm not going any further forward. This lady behind me, I can see her, like putting her hands up, shaking, yelling at me. I'm like, what? Like, what do you want me to do? The light turns green, and we finally start moving. She just punches it, goes behind me, flips me off, and continues in her turn lane and hits the red light. I'm like, what? What was the rush? And why are you mad at me? I couldn't go. Yeah. I couldn't go any further forward. Like, <laughs> those that like that was the person like. It made me when I got up to her, even though my light was green, I wanted to stop, roll down my window, and just <laughs> stare at her and, and just go, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, I was going to say probably more colorful language than yeah. that, but, like, come on. Like, but that's always the best when, like, someone's going somewhere and you're just like, well, I'm just going to go on my regular path, mm-hmm. regular speed, and then all of a sudden they're behind you again. You're just like, yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I wasn't even trying. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even trying. <laughs> yeah. This is so uh, good. So good. So good. The, uh, uh, what was the other one I'm thinking of right now? The, uh, oh, no, this one happened to me actually this morning. So I go through a metering light to get on the freeway on a, on a fairly not great on-ramp, and, uh, it's a fairly new metering light, and it just it's it's two lanes and it goes left, right, left, right, left, yeah. right, left, right, left, right. Yeah, um, and so I usually in the excursion I get up to it and I, I I don't usually stop all the way, but like you can tell when the, you can time the light, right? And so the guy next to me just like completely jumps, and, and I'm like I'm kind of looking at him like was was that necessary, my guy? <laughs> yeah, like. It, you realize we're both going into one lane right now. Yeah. You jumping in front of me does you no good. No good. Or the other one is when, like, because I'll be honest, most people, when they, my excursion looks like a grandpa excursion. Yeah. It's, and I'm not saying it's fast by any means. Yeah. But it's, I would say it's quicker than most people. It's quick. And, but yeah, most, it's quicker than most people anticipate something like that looking. Right. Or being. Yeah. Um, and so, like, they'll, they'll like, mine, mine will turn green, and I'll start, like, getting into it, and they'll try and pass. And I'm like, you realize that this is, like, the turbo's lighting up, everything. Like, this is where things go fast. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not lifting up. Yeah. Because guess what? I'm you're, bigger than you. are tiny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost, like, 8,000, 9,000 pounds. I don't feel like slamming on my brakes right before a really short on-ramp. Yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> I, yeah, I don't. Pump the brakes, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Like, and you also realize the Why don't whole... you wake up 15 minutes earlier? How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, and you also realize, like, like, sir, you know the whole reason this metering light is on is to provide space in between us? Yeah. So this doesn't happen? So this exact situation we're happening around doesn't happen. It's a lot easier for cars to zipper merge. Yeah. Then a block of six cars trying to trying oh. to fit into one spot. Yeah. That's why the meteor light came here. It's not that it's like it's less than I'd say it's less than two years old. Oh, dude, they're brand new. Year. I think they're this year is like the first year we've well, had. That them. was one of like the first ones. Yeah. Um oh, like might have been, okay, might have been last year because I know they had one up and then they started adding a couple more. Yeah. But <sighs> freaking people. And grind then, my gears. Freaking grinds my <laughs> gosh dang gears. <laughs> So we're going to move on to another segment here. It's almost a grind my gear type thing. Yeah. Actually, Corey, you got to grind my gears? Uh, When people tailgate too close and I can't see their headlights at night. Yeah. 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 You you can't can't really hear Corey, but when people tailgate basically to the point where you can't see their headlights. Yeah. And like when, if someone does that to me, I'm coasting. Yeah. 
Like, I, I'm, I'm not a brake check kind of guy. Yeah. I'll just be like, all right. Oh, we're going to go the speed limit. Oh, yeah. How about Guess that? what? <laughs> Grandpa's coming out. Yeah. yeah. Either that or... I'm gonna Again, there's here's the thing. Like, with our vehicles, if you've got a car or small SUV, you're not winning that. You're not winning that 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 wreck like you I'm going to be completely fine. I more than likely ain't going to feel much of it. Yeah. You however are going to get a freaking weight distribution hitch in your freaking radiator and you're probably going to smack your head on your freaking if you have airbags that are even functioning, you're going to smack those or you're going to smack your head on the dash or cuz you're not wearing your seatbelt and you're like it's it's a it's a lose lose yeah. <laughs> for for that it just it, it, like it makes me think like like do you know the the mass of my vehicle yeah yeah i'm not trying to say this is why we drive big trucks or something like that but it's like you take me and Tyler's vehicles for instance we've got a Ford excursion King of SUVs. Just, just the absolute king of SUVs. Big. Yeah. Big aft. <laughs> Solid axles. Yeah. Like just, there is nothing underbuilt. Yes. About, except the transmission cooler. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing underbuilt about this freaking truck. Yeah. It is an absolute behemoth. Yeah. Tyler, 2021, 2500, long bed. Again, solid axle in the front. And I mentioned that because, like, the. You, when we mentioned like, oh, we're gonna be fine. If for some reason you slam on the brakes in front of us and we end up in your back seat, we're just gonna back up and we're probably gonna be able to drive away. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, he ain't gonna win. No. <laughs> he ain't gonna win. And that's, that's yeah, part of the reason why I always kind of. So like, that's a. Yeah. This is almost like a PSA for <clears throat> anybody listening that's got kids that are coming of that driving age. Get them a truck. Hmm. Get him a freaking truck. That's probably the safest thing you can put your kid in nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, there's nothing else that would be as safe. I mean, unless you're like getting him a freaking school bus or something to drive yeah. around. Or I think if I had a kid around driving age right now, um, and I know I'm a fur guy, but my go-to for them right now would be like an early 2000s Chevy 1500. Yeah, extended cab or a crew. I don't even care what cab configuration is. Yeah, with a five three and a. 4L60. Yeah. Like, they're easy to work on. I know how to work on them. You're going to learn how to work on them. Yeah. And relatively safe. Relatively safe. There you go. Yeah. Dime a dozen. Yeah. Seriously. Guess what? You blew that engine up? Well, I know what you're doing this weekend. Yeah. And it could be done in literally a weekend. Like, yeah. That's not a problem. <laughs> you, you will go pick make- them up for like 800 bucks. You give yeah. them a few miles on it. <laughs> you will make it to practice on Monday. Yes, I guarantee it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Freaking kids. But, but, like, most of these people that we're talking about, like, these drivers, they've all been, like, older people, which is kind of shocking. Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe nowadays younger kids are like, I'm saving up for a Tesla. Yeah. Or I'd rather Uber. It's better for the environment. I have uh, seen, like, that, that there's a lot of, like, kids that are around the age of getting their licenses, but they're holding off because Uber is just so much more convenient. They don't want a car payment or anything like that. Oh, man. That's ridiculous. The the uh, that age bracket, I think it pretty much started right around my. There, I'm, I'm sure there have always been people like that. They're just like, oh, I don't feel the pressure to get a license. I don't necessarily need one. I'm fine. Yeah. But I think the 
around my brother's age is, is those those kids who, especially living in you know growing in the Bay Area, you know, I'm not saying is that is that the Gen Zers? Is that I guess I mean he he was born in ninety one. I well, guess I was I born in ninety. Maybe ninety two. <laughs> was it ninety three? Shit. He's six years younger than me, so it's ninety one. Yeah. Hmm. So you're saving grace as you were born and raised in Spokane. Yeah. He was not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like 16 came around and I was like, dude, you're getting your license? Like, nah. I'm like, like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what? Nah, what are you going to, how are you going to get places? Yeah. How do you plan on doing this? Oh, I'll just either get a ride from Arbor I'll take the bus. Okay. Uh, what? Bigger concern, why do you not want your own vehicle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? <sighs> Was it too much pressure? What, like, Lance Armstrong, he's going to ride a bike everywhere? Like, yeah. <laughs> kind of want to be like, uh, how many adults, like fully functioning adults, do you know that just like, just don't drive? Yeah. Just don't, just don't need to. None, right? Yeah. No. Pretty much none. <laughs> Pretty much none. Or there, if you don't, it's the guy that he probably has a car, but he rides a bike everywhere because he likes biking and he wants to be more environment, which I'm, I'm cool with. I'm cool. People that want to ride bikes as a commuter, I'm cool with that. That's they want tight. you to just get the hell out of the road when it's 35 miles an hour and you can't keep up because you're going freaking 10 and you're riding in the middle of the lane. I absolutely love videos that make fun of like road bikers. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to probably lose some friends here, but like I, I have the spandex. I had a road bike. Like I, I had a singlet. Like it's the Bay Area. Yeah, I went on rides. They were fun. Most of the time, we stop at bars. But yeah, <laughs> God, I still have the singlet. If you want, Tyler, with no, the, with the with the gooch pad. I'm good gooch pad. Where, yeah, okay. I'm good. I'm good. The, the clip in. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. God, I know. I know. I hate myself too. Yeah. Wow, you have come a long ways, there, Benjamin. <laughs> a lot of things have changed in my life. Oh yeah. I'm a man now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my ways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Anything that makes fun of bikers are just like, obey the rules of the road. Red light. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my space. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I will say, though, I I do make room for bikers. Uh, uh, the And the, the first time you ride a road bike and you, like, try and give yourself, like, you know, a foot from the curb, because you're supposed to have, like, three feet, right? Three yeah. Three feet yeah. from the curb. And you give yourself like a foot from the curb, so it means you're basically in the gutter. Yeah. And then you have cars that don't move over in their lane. It feels like they're right on top of you. Oh yeah. It is freaking terrifying. Yeah. So like when, whenever whenever possible, I will like straight up, I'll have the lane, like just to make someone behind me not pass around or something like that. But like, dude, this, go ahead, hit the guy. <laughs> it's not a very nice thing to do. Yeah. Oh, d- uh, the one jury duty. Thing that I got, I was, I got selected for jury duty a while back, mm-hmm. and it was a murder. The guy was on a bike, <laughs> and he got, he got smoked by a guy in a like a, it was like a little blazer. Mm-hmm. The guy was like h- high on heroin. <laughs> Did he hit the guy on the bike? And he flew off the bike, hit a pole. There was blood on the pole, and then. It like he hit him in like the worst spot because it was a bridge mm-hmm. right by Barachos, that main bridge <laughs> over the Spokane River. Uh-huh. So that like he hit the guy, the guy flew up in the air, hit this isn't funny. <laughs> he hit <laughs> he hit the pole and then went down over the bridge, almost landed in the water. God. Yeah. <laughs> like 
He's like that blazer punted him, basically. <laughs> the blazer had to be going like 100 miles an hour. He wasn't. He was going like 35, 40. <laughs> but just sm- it's not funny. Okay, it's guys. not funny. It's but not he went funny. completely off the road. Like the guy was on wow. the sidewalk with his bike, and like he said that his girlfriend jerked the wheel. Like no, dude. dude you're- <laughs> if your girlfriend jerked the wheel, how come she isn't? A witness testifying because they yeah. they never brought her in to like correlate that story, but he was guilty. He was hot. There was a freaking crack pipe and a freaking scale and all it like. It, it's like come on, dude. Like you're not like really. You're yeah. you're you're claiming you're in it anyways, but that's that's that scares me. Like you, here's the thing with like bikes, you can't trust other people. Like, yeah, we're cautious. I, I try to be a cautious driver. Mm-hmm. I give myself space. And maybe that's why people cut me off all the freaking time is because I'm giving space because I've got a freaking truck. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to slam all our brakes every three seconds. No. But yeah, you just got to watch out for other people. Yeah. Uh, don't be a dick. Or just, you know, yeah, don't, you know, don't, yeah. don't, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs and let girlfriends stir, jerk the wheel out of your hand. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about for starters? Yeah, just don't do drugs. Yeah. Just gonna start. Don't want to hit bikers? <laughs> don't do drugs. Yeah. That's simple. Are they directly created? Or and then don't take off yeah. after it and have a pedestrian, have someone that saw the whole thing chase you down and stop you. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. Oh, my gosh. All right. What All do you right. got on your list? We haven't even touched it. No, we have. Oh, we, we touched okay. basically the first portion. I've got two more things. I'm going to skip to a uh, one on here that I've been trying to find a good place to put it in. And uh, I think this is the right one for it because we've been talking about being a good guy and just don't doing drugs. Yeah. I got a question about how to buy a used 6.4. <laughs> first okay. answer, don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, pump the brakes. I know there's like twelve six four fans out there, and you're all very happy with it. Um, you've all either got an extra engine or haven't blown yours up yet. <laughs> and all the things you've heard in the past about people talking about six O's, it's it's now the six four, but worse. It's more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and uh, I'll give you the, the the real answer here. Um, I'll 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 like joking aside. Yeah. Um, because I ha- I have contemplated. 6.4 ownership before. Yeah. Like, truly, I have. In fact, the truck that I was thinking about buying, a friend of mine owns up here now because he actually bought it from one of my other friends. Yeah. I was I was getting ready to... I was in, in the middle of, of, of trucks and was I was... Is that Billy's? Or, or not Billy's? Who, uh... Uh, Matt's. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a 09 6.4. Beautiful truck. My buddy down in AJ had it, or down in California, AJ had it. And uh, I was thinking about, you know, all right, you know, I need a truck. I've got some money. Um, you know, maybe looking at six O's. I've kind of over seven three at the time. Yeah, I was like, well, AJ's got a nice truck. I know he's taking really good care of it, and it's basically stock. I wonder if he's going to sell it. And I literally texted him. He's like, I am finishing the Craigslist ad right now. <laughs> and I, I hadn't talked to him in probably like a year. Or something oh, really? Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's how long he had the truck. Like he had a truck for a very long time. And I was like, oh shit. Well, what's your number? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, for for you, here's the number. But if you don't want to be trying to buy it, it's like, here's the number. I was like, well, I didn't really know what to expect, but it's out of my price range. But right. I'll let you know. And literally that night, I was out having beers with Melon, and he's like, yeah, yeah. His his buddy Matt's looking for a six four. I was like, I have a friend who's super clean six four four year long bed. He's like, Matt's looking for a four year long bed. Here's the number. 
well, here it is. And he texted Matt. Matt, I was like, uh, well, here, call AJ. He literally called AJ that night and flew out the next morning to California and bought it. No way. Yeah. All right, on. Like, That's cool. <laughs> AJ was like, that was a great deal. Yeah. I was like, there was no haggling. Either. I was like, yeah, I know. Like, I, you told me the number that you were willing to accept. I told Matt. Matt's like, that's a good number. I'm okay with that. And then it happened. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy about it. But uh, here's the, and this is, I don't have enough time to talk about all the issues of six six wars. But. um, So there's a reason that it was only built. Yeah, very, the, very <laughs> so those of you that are contemplating six four ownership, um, they they were they came after the six O's, which were the problematic <coughs> six O's. They were supposed to be the fix for the six O's. Um, they share actually they do share a lot of parts with the six O's, but they ended up being more problematic. And a lot of that is because of the brand new emission systems that had to be put on the trucks at that point. You probably noticed everything is either O seven, O seven and a half, or something like that. Well, Ford did finally did a clean year break, the cleanest <laughs> year break they ever did. Yeah. <laughs> Once, yeah. <laughs> uh, so all the O8s are six fours. That means they have EGRs and DPFs. No, no DEF, no diesel exhaust fluid that wasn't around <clears throat> yet. Just a DPF and an EGR. Yep. And two EGR coolers. Yeah. And two turbos. Yeah. And PZO injectors. Yep. Which are kind of tight. And common rail injection. From with weird, what do they call it? HPFP pump, high pressure, yeah, HPFP freaking high pressure, high pressure fuel, fuel pump. pump. That, <sighs> anyways, um, <laughs> if I were to buy a six four, what I'd be looking for first off, um, this thing needs to be trim packaged to the freaking moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the time six fours came around, that's when Ford really. Really, really stepped. I'm not. I'm not saying that they didn't before, but they really stepped up their they interior did. package. Like you get into a well-equipped six-four, even now they're, nice. they're, they're ten years old. They still like. Obviously, you can tell it's a little old. Yeah, but it's still nice. Yeah, they've got nice seats, good dashboard, they do. nice steering wheel, good like instrument cluster. Like it's a very well-equipped truck. Yeah. The only problem you got to worry about is the dang engine. Yeah. Yeah, so you find one with a come and swap, yeah. then you're perfect. Everything <laughs> else is stout. Axles, stout. Transmission. Frame, stout. Transmission, stout. Transfer case, stout. Yep. Body, beautiful. Interior, yep. beautiful. Like, it literally, everything around that, like, just anything from the firewall to the front of the intercooler is the issue. Yeah. And I mean that, like, literally the front of the intercooler, like the front end, the, the like the front the end grill, of those trucks, the, the front, headlights, yeah. they're great. They yeah. work really well. Everything's great. But the damn engine yeah. is the issue. And for me to buy one, it needs to be, like I mentioned before, fully trimmed out. Highest trim level possible, super clean. It also needs to be the low mileage, and it needs to be one of these two things. Either it needs to be 100% bone stock. Yep. And I mean, like, and I don't mean like deleted, but bone stock. It needs to be freaking emissions intact, 100% bone stock. I'm talking the one owner yeah. bought a fifth wheel, towed it twice a year for the last 10 years, has like 60,000 miles on it. Yep. It's got to be like the the cherry of the cherry. Yes. And it also needs to be a really good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard to find. Yeah. But somehow they seem to be out there still. The other, the other way I'll buy one. Is basically all of those almost same things, but blown engine, <laughs> still trimmed out. Everything's perfect, but some like which they tend to do, engine blown. 
Yeah. I'll tell you, th- that truck with a come and swap, like I wasn't joking, is like awesome truck. And then I would come and swap it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing with 6.4 is, and you've heard me say it before, you can literally, with a delete and tune, beep, bop, boop, like 300 and 325 it, horsepower. Yeah, I remember when those tuners came out. And it was Freaking just like, Warhammer tune? Dude, oh it was insane, dude. There's guys like... <laughs> They were ridiculous. Like, you see them at a dyno, you're just like, holy shit, 6'4", like, let's watch this thing. This thing's going to freaking... Yeah. Like, because that thing was, like, the king of freaking, like, the stock class dyno. Still like, is. Still, it still is. Like, yeah. it's there. It's pretty incredible how much... It's <laughs> amazing. I mean, let's think about it. Break it down here. You've got PZO injectors, which, if you don't know about PZO injectors, they're basically magic, and you can yeah. lean on them really hard. Yeah. Which means that you can, you can get a lot out of those stock injectors. You've got... Two turbos from the factory, and yeah. they're also uh, I can't remember which one, but they're they're a VGT style turbo. Yeah, so it's got an actuator on there to help things light up even faster. You've got piezo injectors and compounds on a stock truck. Yeah, that <laughs> it's one of like the most like the amount of overhead you have on that to make power not reliably, but to make <laughs> power is insane. Yeah, and the reason me and Tyler get so excited about that. And I, I just said it, but you can literally tune it and make almost like we're talking double hundreds the horsepower. of horsepower, hundreds <laughs> to the wheels. Yeah, to the wheels. Like the the like you can add more horsepower than what a stock seven three has from factory. Like you're adding like a whole other truck straight up. <laughs> yeah. There you go. If you want to be the guy oh, that shoot. wins, oh four and a half Cummins, like three twenty five horse, like they add three hundred horsepower. Yeah. Like there's no saying how long it's gonna last. <laughs> But it's going to freaking rock for that yeah. time being. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of uh, like uh, when Elon Musk was flying those SpaceX rockets and first like testing them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, some of them would go great, but some of them would just it's really bad. pop. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoops. It's like, well, that's a 6 4 right there for you. Yeah. And so the, the reason that it gets uh, a lot of the. It's the new six o. It's the new six o. Basically, is because when you think about the common failures on a six fo- or six o, head gasket issues. Number mm-hmm. one, you know they tend to lift heads. Yeah, um, they they basically have not enough head studs in there from the factory or head bolts, if you will. Yeah. So head studs are basically a must. Um, and when that happens, or the EGR on there and the oil cooler, there's you know casting issues with the sand. It tends to clog up the oil cooler, to, so that ends up increasing the coolant temperature and the oil temperature. You have issues with Huey injectors because they're oil actuated, and then all that stuff cycles through the engine, and then just basically you shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Okay, I know that all sounds really bad, right? Yeah. Okay, really bad. Okay. Six four. Um, you don't have the Huey issue. Nope. You still got all the other issues. <laughs> Plus, when they they don't just like lift ahead, they like crack a piston. Yeah. Um, or you tend to have so much drive pressure that you end up like bending rods <laughs> and having like bottom end issues. I'll tell you what, right now, if you're going to tell me, Hey, uh, we got to do like heads on this truck or Hey, by the way, this entire bottom end is toast. I'll take the head job 10 times out of 10. Yeah. I'll take the truck. That's just known to lift heads. Yeah. I'll deal with it as opposed to this one tends to crack pistons. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't. Just don't. And then you add into the fact that if you have issues with anything with the fuel, um, 
If you think Huey injectors are expensive, <laughs> go buy yourself a set of six four injectors. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because like the six O injectors are like three times the size. <laughs> it's like how are these ones cheaper? <laughs> and then if you have to uh, replace that uh, that high pressure pump, yeah, the, the pump they got off Wish. It's literally <laughs> on, in the back of the valley next to the firewall. Yeah. And you may be thinking to yourself, like, oh, well, a 6.4. Actually, like you've heard me mention in a previous episode, 6.4, you know, once you get all the stuff out of the way, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. On a 6.0. Okay, yeah. Now just double the EGR coolers and double the turbos. Yeah. Now go do that. Yeah. It's not fun. No. 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 And, and I got to – you hear me go back and forth on this a lot, okay? So the uh, one of my friends who actually his name's Andy he's an Australian uh, he lives up in the Pacific Northwest now which is kind of tight he uh, he him and his wife are like full time RVers um, they travel around he does work she does work it, it's great that's that's the lifestyle they chose it's awesome yeah and the truck that he has to pull their RV with is a six four he's got a bone stock four door long bed six four and this is the reason this is what I'm gonna tell you guys. Fully stock, and he is religious with maintenance. Yeah. If you think a six O is very tep- temperamental to maintenance, then you're not going to enjoy life with a six four. Yeah. There, there are certain engines where you can kind of get away with like, like, like on a twelve valve. Like, yeah. Uh, I let the oil change go. Like, uh, Put a little canola oil, canola oil in there for yeah. the, <laughs> just to top it off. Uh, do that. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm not saying this because they are that performance oriented, but it's like it's like the difference between having like a Toyota Camry and like a Ferrari. Right. And I'm not saying that because of the performance, but like the Ferrari, you put the wrong brake fluid and all of a sudden you blew a transmission. Yeah. Just, they're so temperamental yeah. that the maintenance on them has to be correct and like to the most T that you could even possibly fathom. Yeah. And he is that way. And he's they've been driving that same truck for shit five years now yeah all across the country yeah and it's still working for him it's still it's, hey. his, it's his work truck now yeah so i mean that, that's that's the name of the game you got a good one yeah. i would rather buy a six seven with twice the mileage like two seven it, power stroke than a six yeah then over a six four <laughs> like if it had yeah. like seventy five thousand miles like i'd rather buy a six seven with two hundred thousand miles <laughs> Yeah, I would. <laughs> let's play this game. All right, let's play this game. Okay, okay. I would on your on your six seven thing. If I found a a six four, the exact trim package I wanted, bone stock with like fifty thousand miles on it. Yeah, I don't know how much it's going to cost, but I would at that point, if the money was the same, the I'm talking like the first production off the line of the six sevens. Like so, all the turbo issues, all that kind of stuff. I will take one of those, and probably pay more for it and be happy with it. With yeah. like two hundred k on it, just like you said, I'll take the turbo issue. I'll take that. This is a known issue. I can fix that. That's easy. Yeah, and I can fix that with the emissions intact. Yeah, and I would rather buy a Dodge Caravan <laughs> for one year, like just to save up more money, so I mm. could get a six seven power stroke. <laughs> like I, I, speaking of that. Dodge Caravans. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure a Dodge Caravan has more room in it than a Honda Element. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and you get bigger doors, you get side ex- access. Nah. You know what I mean? I, I, Back I, and I, side. I bet you can still get more done with an Element. 
dude, if we make it big on this podcast, you're going to get a Honda Element. I'm going to get a Dodge Caravan, and we're going to go on tour around the country, and we're going to make videos for the show, diesel podcast. For yeah. the diesel podcast <laughs> to show which. Which one is better? <laughs> like, oh man, you guys stopped through town. That's great. What are you driving? I got a Honda Element and a Dodge Caravan. Wait, in spite of each other. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that we talk about diesel stuff—that's a thing. But we hate each other more. Yeah. This is this is more about proving a point. Yeah. We're gonna go to hardware stores. <laughs> We're gonna go like, like just get like a bunch of like awkward stuff to like. Oh, which one's easier? I bet you. I bet you right now that caravan would waste that Honda Element, dude. Those caravans do not mess around. I've been passed by them many a times. <laughs> like, not like... I, it, even If you brought it up with Cass, Cass would be like, oh, yeah, oh. Tyler and Dodge Caravans, there's, there's something about, like, they like know I'm on the road and, like, here comes the caravan just passing me. I'm like, my God. Yeah, everybody with the Dodge Caravans, they all page each other. Dude, <laughs> the guy that I used to work with at Dishman Dodge, he has a, he had a Dodge Caravan, a green one, that he would take hunting, like up into the woods, like on like logging roads. Well, they make them all-wheel drive. This was just front-wheel drive. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I know the green you're talking about, too. It had the, the gold pie, pinch driving. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about. yeah. The, uh, oh, back to the 6.4 for a second here. I thought something else. So... I'm going to preface this with, you know, federal emissions are on there for a reason. I get that. Um, but we're also, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a realist. Okay, guys? Yeah. I'm not saying this is what you should do. This is what you should look for. But I could, I'm just going to sympathize and say I can understand. I can totally understand why people deleted six fours. Yeah. They, one of the issues with, they had, you know, two EGR coolers, which were prone to fail. That's just Literally like a vertical and a horizontal. Yeah. And each one of those has a potential leak point. Yeah. For coolant and exhaust. Yeah. On a truck with two turbos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see an issue here at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then you add in there that because you have two turbos and all that kind of stuff, you tend to have really high drive pressure. Yeah. And when you have high drive pressure, you tend to grenade engines. Yeah. And the the six fours that were not stock that I saw do well and last the longest were those that had been to Mexico and back and had a external wastegate on there. Yeah, because there there were kits that you could buy even with the stock turbo. Yeah, to have an external wastegate. Control gate. drive pressure. Uh, and just yeah. so everybody knows drive pressure. If you don't know, that's a pressure in between the turbo and the head. Essentially, so in the mm-hmm. exhaust manifold, that pressure that gets built up. Yeah, drive pressure isn't like the pressure driving, driving the, the turbo. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's like we do this for our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, drive pressure tends to, or or if you're one of those people that has like an inside on your truck, that might also be on there as exhaust back pressure. Yeah. Exhaust back pressure, drive pressure, same, same thing. thing. Basically, the pressure at the manifold. Yeah. Um, so... And also, uh, I know we just talked about how wonderful compounds are. There is something to be said about a 6.4 with a fixed vein ter- single on it that just nasty. Yeah. They oh, are yeah. nasty. They, are, they, they sound... Yeah. They sound like they're about to blow up. Yeah, like we, we, all, we all know <laughs> about like, like the, the sound when you hear like a 6.0 that like rips. and It's yeah. like, man, I, I kind of hate it at the same time. Like, damn. Yeah. Well, have, you heard, have you heard this saying where like... I don't know if it's a saying. I'm going to butcher it anyways, but like, like you're, 
right before something blows up, it usually runs the best. Yeah. Like it's ever ran. Oh, yeah. Like that's what I feel like a 6.4 is like at its whole entire life. It's like, like the, at that cusp of like, well, I'm about to blow. Yeah. Or I might just rip. Like, <laughs> well, it's like the, the, um, the analogy I've always heard is like the perfect engine for a NASCAR race blows up when you cross the finish line. Yeah. That means you've used all of it. You've, you know, literally ran it all and it ran the best right before yeah. the end. And that's the same thing with six fours, except it's day one. Yeah. And it's a freaking gamble of when <laughs> yes. it's going to happen. Seriously. Um, so yeah, a, a, a six four that's, you know, got a nice big six. I'm not one to say like put a too large of a turbo on your truck, but a six four with like a, and again, PZO injectors, even stock injectors with like a, a 66 or like a 69 on it. Ooh. Damn. Damn, Daniel. Like, <laughs> yeah. These things are just... They're nasty. Just hot, nasty, hot yeah. mess. Gonna blow up. Doesn't matter. Like, that's... It's it's it is, it's actually kind of... It's a, you know, kind of depressing that it's like... You got that truck. It just looks so good. I know. And it sounds so amazing. And with tuning, it's just like incredible but the freaking engine is the problem <laughs> like it's you know what i mean like <laughs> i got one for you you ready the 64 power stroke is the rotary rx7 yeah yeah there you go everybody loves the rotary rx7 when you have enough money and you're a little bit older you can pay to get one done right yeah the interiors are cool they look really cool everybody knows and they sound rad but you just you gotta pay to play yeah 6.4 is the rotary engine of the diesel industry. I'm not much of a tuner car guy, but that car, my buddy's uncle had one that was like gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, first of all, amazed at how small the engine is. Yeah. So, it's so small. Like, I was yeah. like 15 years old. I'm pretty sure I could pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, but man, that car was, that car is so sexy. That car's so sexy. I like the, the first time. Like I, Mazda, what happened? <laughs> what happened? The first time I ever got I got in one, I was thinking it was it was like either junior, junior, senior high school, and I remember sitting in the passenger seat and look at the tack. First off, the, like the tack is like giant in the middle, like speedometers ancillary. Like, yeah, yeah, you really need bad. this tack, my friend. <laughs> yeah. And the tack, the the red line basically didn't even start until like eleven. Yeah, and I'm sitting there, I'm like. You serious? He's like, oh yeah. I'm like, no way. And he just, whoa! I was like, whoa! God. That's no, that's a lot of revolutions, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. What is the part that goes wrong in those? It's like some sort of seal or something in the engine. Like it's a like a ring. I can't I, remember. I don't know the exact what's what the issue is there. If, if someone in the comments will chime in, I do know for a fact that they they do have tons of vacuum issues. Yeah, I remember that being a thing. Like vacuum lines has just issues with there, that. I know, I know there's like some seal. sort of seal that goes out of yeah. them, and that it's like you have to take it all apart and rebuild it. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, exactly it is, but uh, yeah, got, I think what is I've it? Uh, uh, Rob Dom right now has a, a four rotor uh, RX seven engine. Is that in a and it's all wheel drive in a Corvette? I think chassis. I could be butchering that right now, but. It, I keep seeing because I, I follow them, obviously. I keep Apex seeing. Seals. Apex That's what Seals. It's called, Apex Seals. What that does and where they go, don't know. Yeah. Yeah, vacuum, radiator hose, wiring harness, rigorous maintenance requirements. Mm-hmm. It's a 6.4. Yeah, seriously. It's a freaking 6.4. <laughs> yeah, Apex Seals and low engine compression. Cadillac converter failure, <laughs> vacuum, radiator hoses, and wiring. But golly, those cars are freaking gorgeous. Well, there you go. We just made a connection. I'm glad we did that. 
So to sum that all up, buyer's guide to buying a 6.4. Um, if it's your first diesel, don't. Straight up. If it's your first yeah. diesel, just just don't. I, I would. Uh, there are caveats and there's silver linings and exceptions to every rule, but I would say for the most part, if you're if you're just one of those guys, man, I found a, it used to be like, oh man, I got this truck. It's a really good deal. It's like, cool. What year six zero was it? Always knew. <laughs> now it's a six four. I found this beautiful truck and a great deal on it. Now, what year's a six four? Yeah, like, and it just there's. I've heard too many horror stories of six fours. And to give you guys a, a, a round, you know, circle that back around the my buddy AJ's truck, who now reside the truck resides up here with Matt. It's on his third engine. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. His uh, he's got a little buyer's remorse there, probably. <laughs> oh, he did it on his own. He fully oh. freaking did it. Did he? Yeah. Uh, he, well, he he won our stock dyno class. <laughs> well, <laughs> we uh, hey, twice I think. Got a trophy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wasn't enough to cover the engine because. Yeah. Uh, for those of you wondering, a complete six four engine is like twenty five grand. <laughs> yeah, not kidding. Yeah, not even kidding a little bit. After the second one, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna buy a five nine. We're gonna put a Cummins in this thing because that's that's outrageous. That's outrageous because you could do a Cummins swap for probably twenty five grand. I mean, do it right and clean and proper. Like, I'm pretty sure you could buy a kit from from DCS to at minimum a VP engine in there. I know it's like I no, would not do that. I know no one would do that. <laughs> I would like, not do that. I'm talking like if you didn't, if you had no cores, no nothing, starting from scratch. P pump. I would do a P pump 24 valve before I would do just I would, before I'd put a VP 44 in anything. Well, I would too, but I'd rather have a common rail. Well, oh, me too. Oh yeah. yeah, me too. Okay, but I would never put a VP engine in there. Okay, you're missing where I was going with this. <laughs> the, the, the VP engine is going to be the cheapest swap option. We can both oh, agree. Yes. So if you had nothing going into it, I guarantee you for the time and money it would take you to do a new 6.4 engine in there, you could probably pay someone to put a professional like VP44 swap engine in there. You might end up paying more if you did like a P-pump or a car rail truck. But the yeah for like another if you could find a P pump that was in good working order, and you get the kit, I mean you're in it like another maybe five grand, and then mm -hmm. swap it over and have something that's actually worth a damn. And for those of you wondering, listen, I love VP trucks. I used to have one. Mm -hmm. They're great. People out there that have them. That was like one of my first diesel trucks was a VP truck. Mm -hmm. I thought it was great, but there's so many better options out there. There are. <laughs> and for those of you wondering. I'm gonna got two more things. We're gonna wrap this one up, but uh, the when, me and Tyler did an episode way, 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 way back, which was like the the perfect truck or the perfect like the if you take anything from everything, we basically came down to a common rail swapped 08 or like a 64 truck. Yeah, and um, coincidentally, if you guys are on YouTube at all, uh, a guy named Taylor Ray uh, has a 64 dually truck. That he common rail swapped, and we actually, I actually got him set up with a whole bunch of parts on that. Um, so if you go, if it's like a twenty-six part series, like the guy documented like the whole thing about it. Yeah. Um, and he's actually he's a drifter by trade, I guess if you will, but like that's what he does. He's a drifter, but he also is like, like a, that's his day job. Now, yeah. Wow. Obviously, <laughs> his, his his channel makes makes him money, and he's able to do Damn. what he wants doing that, which is pretty rad. Damn. <laughs> but he is basically the the reason me and him kind of like started conversing back and forth is because he's a drifter, but he also 
went through the ringer as far as like trying to find the right trucks to tow with. Yeah. Because he was also kind of a diesel fan. And so he's had anything. I think he's had a first gen Ram. He's had an LOI. He had a 7.3 and just kind of like went through all these trucks and ended up. <laughs> he's like, I'm finally going to do this right. Yeah. And he found a barely running F350 Dually, put a 5.9 common rail on there, and put like 19 and a half inch, like, Tow like yeah, yeah. S- like semi wheels on there yeah and that truck is a bitch and tow rig oh yeah and I know he's I been bet. very happy with it but it's oh, like sure, yeah. you and he, I don't even think he even tuned I mean he may have like a very basic tune in the five he's still running stock injectors you know it just he's like this he's just using it to tow I mean yeah you know you whatever. can beat the absolute tar out of that engine and just have a good time yeah so uh, I totally forgot who asked the buying a used six four question but. Uh, I hope we answered it for you. And uh, if you've ever considered buying a 6.4, I hope we answered that question for you. And just do your research beforehand. Here's the thing that I think I, I know I would do. I do sometimes with with things that I really like. Like you get so, you know, you get so into like you want this truck. Like mm. I, this is perfect in every way. And then you start looking up issues, and then you almost kind of like, like try to like not look at issues because sure, like you're justified. Like, like oh, everything. Yeah, it'll, be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just do your research. I mean, you don't need us to tell you that, you know, there there's issues with them. Of course there is. There's there's issues with all trucks. It's just a matter of what you want to deal with. Mm-hmm. What you're okay with uh fixing and And the we have gotten this call before too where someone calls in and they're saying like I'm kind of torn between two trucks. I want to call someone or like they they you know, they've bought parts from us for their previous truck and now they're looking at a new one and they enjoyed their time speaking to us and they call us back for a little bit of advice yeah and i mean also like that we don't get them all the time but sometimes we do and we'll give it to you straight up yeah and if you don't like our answer or you think that we're like pulling your leg here i implore you to call another company another diesel company and say you know i'm i'm new to diesel stuff i'm thinking about buying a six four what can you tell me about them and I guarantee you, they may not be as straightforward and no bullshit as we are on the phone, but no one, and I repeat, no one is going to sugarcoat the fact that they have issues. Yeah. No one is going to do that. And I don't think anybody in the diesel industry that has a good conscience will directly be like, yeah, buy a 6.4 for your first truck to pull your yeah, family make sure you, around. Make sure buy you all calls. your parts from me. Yeah. Like the, the, that's a red flag. <laughs> that's a red flag. <laughs> Same thing with like when 6.0. And I've, I've talked to people about 6.0s a million times. Yeah. It's just, it's plan on having 10K. Yeah. They're a great truck. You can make them great, but just, yes. just, just plan on having 10K ready. Yeah. You may not need it. You may need it. But if it's your first one, you just, just plan on 10K. Yeah. And if that deters you, then that truck is not for you. Yeah. Then you should spend an extra five grand on the truck that's going to be a little bit more durable for you. Instead of, yeah. you know, because let's say the 6.0 you're looking at is 20 grand, but a comparable, you know, 5.9 common rail, you're going to pay tw- like five grand more for it up front, per se. It's going to be worth it for you. Yeah. Well, 6.4 guy, I hope that buns that up for you. Yeah. <laughs> hope he didn't get it. But I'm sorry, <laughs> probably actually already has it. And uh, we just look like major a holes yeah. now. It's, hey. If you don't like truth, you know, then it's the wrong podcast. <laughs> so y'all would keep it real. I don't know if you know something. I'll think of something good tomorrow and then I'll be like, oh, if you don't like truth, yeah, 
So yeah, I still don't have it. Yeah. If you don't like truth, <laughs> you dare not listen. But put a mask on. Yeah, put a mask on. <laughs> take it off. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap this one, everybody. I uh, appreciate all of you listening. And uh, make sure if you have any questions or comments, throw them in the, uh, in the old YouTube comments there. What's that sign say, Corey? Oh, yeah, viewer questions. Yeah, I what grinds your gears? Jim Lawrence. Jim. <laughs> Let's hear it. I want to I have a huge discussion on Jim Lawrence's chat thread when he puts this on there. Yeah. About what grinds Jim's gears. Jim, what grinds gears, bud? Oh, Let's <clears> talk excuse about me. it. Tim. <laughs> what grinds gears, Tim? He's probably like, when people call me freaking Tim when my name is Jim. <laughs> ben. Yeah. Number one thing that grinds my gears, Tyler Lucas. <laughs> You call me ten, or you call me Tim for friggin' eight episodes. <laughs> That's gonna wrap it up, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. Every once in a while, it's fun to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chase in the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.